This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, my name is Roy Knight for The Christian Gentleman. I would have to say that the visit was well overdue. The other day, my youngest and I drove over to Harleyville to visit the grave of my mother and father. We raked around the granite stone and we placed new flowers in front of it. I chose pink flowers because mom always liked pink. While there, I talked with my son about his grandparents as well as his grandfather's brothers and sisters who lay nearby. While there, many memories flooded back. Though I do not go as often as I should, I appreciate the time spent reminiscing and putting things into perspective. Mom and Dad meant a lot to me, and I appreciate the sacrifices they made to raise me and to put me through college so that I can make a good start in the world. Spiritually speaking, there is another memorial that we need to go back to more often than we do, and that is the Lord's Supper. Today, the gathering around the Lord's table to partake of the unleavened bread and the fruit of the vine is seen as an incidental, but in the first century, it was the focus point of the church's gathering together. Acts chapter 20 and verse 7 says, Now on the first day of the week, whenever the disciples gathered together to break bread, the breaking of bread here is not a common meal, but has the same meaning as the breaking of bread as seen in Acts chapter 2 and verse 42. Please be mindful that from Acts chapter 20 and verse 7 that the Lord's Supper was taken every Sunday, every first day of the week. Sadly, because of convenience, some have relegated this important observance to quarterly observances and special holidays. I'm sure that this is to the devil's delight as he would want us to forget the sacrifice of our Lord. Jesus, before his departure, instituted the Lord's Supper, 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 20, or what we would also call it the communion, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 16. It is said in Matthew chapter 26, verse 26 through 28, And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. For this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. What kind of bread was used? The answer to that is unleavened. How do we know? Because Matthew chapter 26 and verse 17 says, Now on the first day of the feast of unleavened bread. The unleavened bread represents the body of our Lord Jesus Christ. As John would say, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. John chapter 1 verse 29. We need to remember that his body was given for sacrifice in our place. The cup or fruit of the vine which we see in Matthew chapter 26 and 29 represents his blood. It is important to understand that life is in the blood. He gave his blood, his life, that we might truly live. Jesus said that his blood was given to establish a new covenant. It is interesting how often Christians today want to go back to the old covenant to help substantiate their modern day beliefs. Christians are not under the old covenant, but under the new. Jesus has wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. Colossians chapter 2 and verse 14. Paul would go on to say, concerning the abolition of the old law, For he himself is our peace, who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation. 
having abolished in his flesh the enmity, that is, the law of commandments contained in ordinances, so as to create in himself one new man from the two, thus making peace. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 14 and 15. Not only that, but Matthew chapter 26 and 28 says that his blood was shed for the remission of sins. The remission of sin simply means the forgiveness of sins. When one's sins are remitted, their sins were washed away. This happens whenever we are baptized into Christ. Remember in Acts chapter 2, when the multitude were convicted of their sins, that they asked Peter what they must do. He replied, Repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. Bible baptism is always an immersion, and is the point where our sins are forgiven. One is never saved before they are baptized. This is seen with Saul as he was sitting fasting in his sins. Ananias came to him and said, And now why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized, and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Acts chapter 22 and verse 16. Baptism is the point that our sins are washed away. The Lord's Supper reminds us of this day in our lives in which our sins were washed away, as well as the fact that as long as we are in Christ, they are continually being washed away. 1 John chapter 1 and verse 7. The Lord's Supper is a memorial we need to continue to keep on a weekly basis. God in His infinite wisdom understood the distractions Christians would face. Once a week, the Lord's Supper is designed to bring our minds back to the cross. When we lose sight of the cross and the sacrifice that was given there, we have lost sight of everything. Let us take the time to remember. If you would like to leave a comment on today's thought, you can email me directly at stgeorgecfc at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you. That's all I have for right now. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. May the Lord bless you as you seek to do His will. And I'll see you next time on The Christian Gentleman. I would like to remind you that Volumes 1 through 3 of There is a River is now out on Amazon in paper and Kindle versions, as well as a study of the Gospel of John, which is entitled, Who Has Believed Our Report? I have written them for your encouragement. Enjoy. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.